Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Survivor After Show here on AfterBuzz. We're here on a Wednesday night. Yeah. We're here. We just saw the episode. Yes. And we don't have to wait a day to do this show for once. Uh, and I think hopefully we might be keeping it Wednesdays for the rest of the Fresh season. Fresh so, so I really hope so. Uh, I am your host, Nando Velasquez. Thank you for so much for showing up and uh, on a Wednesday with us or tuning in afterwards. Because uh, you can catch us on iTunes, you can catch us on YouTube, or uh, you know, or of course on AfterBuzzTV.com. Uh, you can also find my co-hosts here. Uh, let's start off with Mr. Jeff Rom. Therm. Uh, you, can, uh. you can find me at Jeff underscore Therm on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm excited because oh man, I miss you. I'm back. James Wallington's you too. back. Sorry guys, you just won work calls. You got to go with it. And <laughs> it's been a busy two weeks, but I'm so glad to be here because as you know, I love Survivor. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at James Wallington and on Instagram at Mister. Well, actually, I changed it on Instagram. It's mm-hmm. James dot Wallington. And you can reach mm-hmm. me on Twitter and Instagram. I don't think I said it at Nandovel N A N D O V E L. And also, you can join the conversation by tweeting at us with the hashtag ABTV Survivor. Uh, and also, we have some special guests. They, they don't want to be on camera, but James brought his family along. So my mom kind of, and my dad. Yeah, so, and they are both huge Survivor fans. Big I felt fans. like. Woo! Yeah, that's. <laughs> well, I have to take some credit for that because mm-hmm. I remember when the Super Bowl for, like, way back in the day when Australia premiered after. Yes. I stayed up late to watch it when I wasn't supposed to. And I remember them coming down and they were like, what are you doing up still? Like, you weren't supposed to stay up. And they sat down and watched it with me. And now we're. Another here we are, Another season hook. thirty. It's just like that. That's how that's how powerful Survivor is to this day. Thirty seasons late, twenty nine seasons later, and right? it's still a family event. Look uh, at that for you guys. You bet. It's beautiful. It's awesome. Let's talk about this episode. Let's keep it real. Let's All right, guys. Real. Let's keep it real. Wait, keep hold it real. on. Yeah. I forgot to tell you. Oh yeah. Today is a very important day in TV history. Okay. It is April eighth, right? Yes. And if you're a super fan of Survivor, I'm a super nerd. So when I saw this article, I was like, I have to share the wealth with everyone else out there who's a super fan of the, the show. But on Decider.com, they released this. On this day in 2004, an episode from Survivor All-Stars aired, and an iconic moment happened. It's when Boston Rob stabs Lex in the back. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. So I just wanted to share that with everyone because I saw it and I was like, oh my god. That was a that's a huge episode. It said, and the headline is today in TV history, Boston Rob stabbed Lex in the back on Survivor, and that was in two thousand four. Yeah, 
I was a freshman in high school. I was still, yeah, I still remember that season. Crazy. That was a great season. And, uh, <laughs> and kudos to decide. That's a New York Post. That's the New York Post online edition. So that shows you. Survivor New York Post. Still holding strong. It's still, still relevant. Strong. Thank you, New York Post. Thank you, Decider, <laughs> for that. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, speaking of, uh, people who from Boston who, who like to stab people in the back and, uh, do all sorts of crazy things. Boston Rod. Boston Rod. <laughs> Boston Rod was the, you know, the name of this episode's Keep It Real. And, and Boston Rod is the guy who said the name of the title this mm-hmm. episode because that's what he does. That's what I do. I keep it real, you know. Yeah, and uh, especially after that, that tribal council was hot. It was so yeah. hot coming back after uh, after what happened. I thought it was interesting how quick he was to like automatically accuse someone. I, to accuse Mike, I don't know if it was necessarily Mike's fault. I mean, Jen played an idol, yeah. So it's not Mike's fault to have Will vote for Haley because well, at the end of the day, wouldn't have wouldn't he have gone home anyway? Well, yeah. Rodney was saying that Will. Rodney was saying that Mike changed the plan after they told Will, mm, right? And was just like, no, like after we told Will, we we changed it. And if we hadn't changed it, we stuck to the plan like we told Will. But the plan all along was to tell Will the wrong thing. So Rodney's just delusional. well, yeah, yeah. That was an interesting scene with him and Will after Tribal because Will was freaking out because I guess he felt incredibly vulnerable to yeah. his to his no collars because sh- he was the only one who voted Haley. So they were going to wonder what the hell happened there. He right. was afraid he was exposed. And of course, Rodney's still trying to convince Will, and at the same time. He's hatred for the other blue collars for for letting his his bro Joaquin go you know is still there right so he's still trying to convince Will it was very interesting like very Shakespearean moment yeah. there between the two of them they both obviously had different thoughts on their mind and and you know it's funny how uh, for those of you who do tune into scenes from next week because I know some people don't they were like making make teasing that this was like a power couple but really that was the only scene we saw between Rod and Will yeah uh, Will is still like I don't know. Yeah. And I expected I expected Will to go way crazier. I mean, he went kind of crazy, like, but he was just lied to. He was just yeah. used as a pawn, and that was like it. Will's just boring to me. Yeah, like Will, there's just no reason for him to be on the show, in my opinion. Like yeah. he's just falling off the wayside. He's not playing the if game. You really he's just like, a vote. Yeah, if you want to see Will having any fun, just watch that Jay Leno clip with him. That's about the best we've seen of That's Will. That's the most entertainment you'll see. Then yeah, you will see will. in five seconds on Survivor with him. Yeah, I agree with that. So. so. Weird. So um, we also see, you know, Rodney's interesting because obviously we know he's going to, if he gets his way, he's going to betray the other blues because he's just waiting to do that moment. (laughs) But at the same time, like, he can't get along with the no callers. Like, he's not keeping his options that open. Uh, We see him fighting over food with Shireen. And with uh, and with no collars, so oh, three scoops. But I'm telling you, put in more. Like he's <laughs> like on a power trip. He's crazy. He's just yeah. got way too big of a personality, and yeah. I think it's just rubbing people the wrong way. Because if you come off too overbearing, you're gonna go home. Yeah. So Rodney, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Well, luckily, I've been saying that for weeks. Yeah, though, he's still there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, luckily there are other more uh, or just as many uh, powerful personalities that you know come into play as we see in this episode later with Dan. But right. uh, we'll get into that. Well, let me let me say this. He yeah. did say in one of his interviews that he was calling Joe and his three stooges. Here's where I'm frustrated. Okay, I like Joe. Yeah. I think he's a cute guy. He's playing the game. <laughs> he's a physical player. Yeah. But to me, he's not playing the strategy until we... Tonight, we saw a little bit more of that. Mm-hmm. But I would say it's more like Jen and Haley that were really running the show with the No Collars Alliance. Because Joe just didn't seem like he was strategizing. Well, he, yeah, I think I agree with you in the sense that Joe was by himself right. in Escameca when they when they did the switch around. 
he was by himself. He was incredibly vulnerable. He's not really calling all the shots like no. they think. If anything, he's just a really strong player. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people are giving him more credit than yeah. I think he deserves. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a Joe fan, and yeah. I love watching him. But as far as saying he's like one of the best players we've seen on this show so far, no, physically yes, but not. He doesn't embody all three strategies. I think he me. was. I think if he stayed with his tribe, if he stayed with Nagarote when they did the switch, maybe you could say you know strategically he's playing really really well. Yeah, but he didn't really get a chance to adapt in the new tribe, and the only thing that really saved him was he was in a powerful tribe. Mm-hmm. With a bunch of other people, and then that that little switch around to get Joaquin. Otherwise, he was gone. True, he was totally gone. So he was not. He had a lot of luck to a survive luck. so far. <laughs> but again, he he was the golden child, and everyone seemed to feel he was the golden child for early on. So, you know, we were we were talking about the uh, immunity, not the immunity challenge, but the reward challenge. That he was going to win that one handily. It's like he's got a target on his back. Well, you know, even Jeff said, if you didn't have one before, yeah, you get, you have one even after this one. episode. So, yeah, he's just incredibly vulnerable. So, I mean, it's a good question. Should he keep playing as strong as he does or or, or not? I think he should keep playing at that this pl- At this point, he can't afford not to. Now that, you know, after we see what happens in this episode. Yeah. He's almost all alone. It's so. like the moment you lose, you know you're going home. So yeah. you have to give every challenge all you got. Yeah. And in this case, winning the reward was kind of a benefit to his strategy. And this is where I felt like, okay, now I'm seeing Joe as more of a player mm-hmm. because he picked really good people to go with him on the reward. I'm like, now, now he's playing the social strategy right. better than before. Like by picking Tyler, mm-hmm. which I thought was great, Will, someone he's already had like on a tribe with, and then Mama C and Shireen. Yeah, I thought those are like a great four people to bring on the reward. Well, he yeah. picked nobody from Blue, which nobody. I don't see why he would, mm-hmm. and then he didn't pick Jenner Haley because they're already tight. So it's like. Uh, uh, part of me, if I was Jenner Haley, I'd be a little pissed. But then at the same point, they have to understand what he's doing. Right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, f- kudos to them because they weren't pissed. Because you they always weren't. see the shot of someone going. The only shot was really Jen saying, I hate you, Rod, after his yeah, outburst. After his outburst, which is a totally different thing. But, uh, what yeah. What did he say? He's like, you know, I'm the one that needs the most food out yeah. here. He's such a victim. I'm yeah. sorry. The guy he's... doesn't shut up. And, he's, you know, for such a strong guy, he's such a victim. He's like, I need food, I need food. <sighs> he's Take getting me. on my nerves. Yeah, he's awful. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, really, I mean, look, Joe, credible foresight and, and awareness, self-awareness to know who who is on the fringes of the Blue Team Alliance, so the, the, the group that's aligning with Blue right now. Mm-hmm. And he even called Will, you know, he kind of knew that Will's on the outs a little bit. I guess mm-hmm. he suspected that. So he brought Will in, he brought Mama C and Tyler and it's so funny because they seemed really appreciative but then we see later they obviously still want him out well I don't know I didn't ever see any follow up to that you know obviously we don't know what's edited out but you would think you know I, I wonder what conversations were had to kind of like try to convince them to come over mm-hmm. they, didn't, they didn't show a lot of strategizing yeah he rewards. he brought them they got mm-hmm. rewards but what did he say? What did they talk about? Well, that's and, and that's what I was going to say too. Is like you see in all the previous seasons of Survivor when they go on these like ac- you know location rewards. Yeah, there's always strategy talk. There's a reason why you bring the people you do to be mm-hmm. like, hey, come to my side. Like you saw it when Natalie chose like John and Jacqueline last season to go on a reward. Mm-hmm. She was playing the game and had a reason to and talked about the game when she was on the reward. Yeah. So I just feel like that's a perfect time to take advantage of your time with these people you don't really get much one on one time in True. camp with. Well, from 
from a production standpoint, I think the two stories that they wanted to hit after at the reward um, when they got the reward was Shireen because that was kind of cool. That whole episode with Rodney trying to pull rank and and then all of a sudden take it back and be I'm keeping it real with Seven Strong, whatever. But to see Shireen, the look on her face when she was like super fan and she yeah, got to go, that was cool. And also Dan being super fan, but he didn't get to go. I loved I loved seeing Shireen in this episode and her on the zip lines, even though she didn't know how to break. Yeah, it was yeah, hilarious. Yeah. I like I like Shireen a lot, mm-hmm. and I think it's funny how a lot of people out there are like, oh, she's so annoying. You have to remember, a lot of it's editing, first off, so we're yeah. only seeing a certain character that producers are projecting to us as viewers. But as a super fan myself, I find her endearing, yeah. and I can't help but root for her, because the little super fan of me that loved the show since I was 11 is like, that's how I would feel for yeah. every second because you don't know when you're going to go home. So why not make a, the most of every second you're there and just, mm, just like dwell in every second? And she was so excited. Like that was so cool, of Joe, to do that. Like this, the look on her face, the mm-hmm. excitement she had was no one else would have hugged Joe like that to pick her right. to pick yeah. them. So, um, but I have a question. Yeah, when Joe finds the immunity idol and then he knows or the uh, immunity clue, clue and he sees that Tyler notices. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you think it would have been a smarter idea for Joe to then just announce to everybody as like a, instead of just like buddying up with Tyler and thinking that's going to work well, do you think it would have been a better play to be like, all right, we're all here. This can be one bond that like ties us together. And, you know, do you think that would have been a good strategy or not? I I think there could have been a little benefit to doing that. But if I were Joe, I wouldn't have made it so obvious. Like... Sure, it could have been, it looked cool on camera and funny for him to be like, all right, and trying to drink his soda and have the hit immunity mouth, I don't go in his mouth. But that was such a risky move to take. I would have just held the, the bottle and pretend like there was more in it until no one was looking and then done this in my, in my lap or something. It was just so obvious. Mm. Like, not a smooth move. That was not yeah. slick at all. Well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, well, I'm surprised that Tyler was the only one that caught it. It was kind of cool to see him do that. It, move, I mean, the whole though. thing was really funny. The but sequence I, of it. I, to answer your question, uh, at least for me, uh, I think it really depends on the player. Knowing Tyler the way we seem to know him, and he's, there's always somebody who you think might flip and then never flips, and Tyler seems to be that person this season. Oh, like, yeah. We want we want Tyler to flip so badly with the no collars, and he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Knowing that, um, if Joe knew that that Tyler was that kind of person, right. maybe it'd be better to announce it to the group. But again, all of those people, like I don't think Carolyn obviously doesn't seem to want Joe there either. Will might be able to be swayed if I think with enough pressure. And Shireen, of course, would too, but I think it would have been a tough one. In hindsight, it's easy to say he should have because hindsight. of how Tyler went and just like told Mike right away. Yeah. But which I just can't believe he did. But well, I interesting. mean, That's I mean, part of the game. That was a beautiful, you know, like the, the, again, the, the reason why I don't think they talked much strategy is because they were focused so much on Shireen and then on the whole immunity Isle clue. Mm-hmm. But you have to admit, that whole segment with the search for the immunity idol, they did not disappoint. Oh they teased God. it they, was going to yeah, be an did. awesome uh awesome one and it was classic. It was everyone hunting for Joe, trying to find it. Mike up in the trees like a monkey. When he was eating the termites, and then right after, like, I thought he ate, like, hallucinogens. Like, he's, like, climbing, he's saying weird things. Like, I thought he was, like, legitimately, like, tripping out. He's like, super thin now. He is yeah, super, super thin. So I think part of it's just a delirium from not getting enough food. Because him and Rodney need a lot of food. And I think your mom had said, like, it looks like he was crying. Oh, yeah. But that must have been, that was, that must have been shot after he found it. Yeah. Because I think he, he, like, hugged it and he was crying. He was just really desperate to have, it was like a life, yeah. like, he, like he kept saying like an idol is a lifeline yeah. in the game like to have it means yeah. you get 
some amount of days of security. So I, I just loved the whole thing and how it played out because he, I, he did a great move by going publicly to everyone being like, Joe, congrats, man. I saw you find the idol. Just completely throwing Joe off his game, yeah. which is why I think Joe retreated from even looking at it. So because Joe, Joe figured everybody else knew that he had it. Yeah. So I, when Joe went to Jen, I was like, I'm going to like play it, like lay back. I was like, why would you do that? You don't have the idol. Keep mm-hmm. looking. But Mike, it played out into his favor because it, since Joe backed away, Mike's like, now I can go look for it. Yeah. And yeah, it it backed everybody away. It, yeah. It went from 10 people looking for Joe or Mike. the idol to Mike climbing trees, eating termites uh, as long as he wants. I mean, look, you got a six foot, what, six foot five guy yeah, hanging out in the trees for God knows how long. <laughs> and and no one's really paying attention to him. And everyone's just kind of like doing their own thing. I mean, how brilliant is that? Yeah. I mean, that's that's so weird. I, I didn't think it was great strategy, but it was. And then adds the fact, I mean, Mike sincerely thinks that once Joe is gone, he's got the next biggest target. Which, which may or may not see, be true. But I feel like if that were the case... Uh, this goes back to what I talked about before I watched the episode tonight. Why Kelly? Why did Kelly go home last episode? If Mike was such a threat, yeah. I would have voted him out last episode. Well, again, this is the, this is the time of the game in the middle when uh, once the tribe becomes one, yeah. it's Team America, uh, where you get rid of the strong because mm-hmm. you don't want someone like Joe winning uh, immunity challenge after immunity challenge and then you have to start voting out your own alliance because you know the people that you want out are yeah. winning immunity Mike would be up there I think so. I think it's going to remain in this weird limbo they're going to get rid of the they're going to get rid of all the reds yeah. Then they're going to get rid of the whites, and then Blue is going to go up against each other. Well, I, we'll see. I about don't know. That. I have an opinion. We'll Rodney, talk about it later. Rodney's still. Yeah, we'll, we'll mention that. But Rodney's still a little bit of a of a loose cannon there. Maybe Sierra, Rodney, Dan, and Mike, but they're all still teaming together. They're also doing the same thing as much as they all hate each other. I think well, Tyler and Sierra are the loose cannons. Yeah. Well, that's true. But, well, Tyler well, for white. Yeah, and then Sierra, Sierra. Well, we'll we'll definitely we'll we'll let's talk to get to Sierra. Let's first talk about Dan and Shireen. First of all. I love that nobody on the Blue Collar Tribe knows how to say Shireen's name. Yeah. <laughs> Shanini. Rodney, yeah, we're not, Rodney and Dan were like Shanini or Shanini or something. They just kept, met, I mean, that was us the first two weeks, but, uh, yeah. but, you know, they still don't know and they've been living with her every single day. And Dan in particular, wow. Um, what a psycho. Yeah. I mean, Dan's conversation with Shireen, I mean, first, the first thing he said obviously was, uh, you know, you're a super fan, but you don't even know basic math. Uh, you know, to the I computer hate super fans that don't even know how to do math. Yeah. <laughs> but to hear his confessional, I mean, look, you know, it was very misogynistic. And the three of us are, are male. It's so and cringeworthy. We, and we were, we were all offended. Yeah. I just, I think Dan is such a pig. No offense to him and his family, but like, I was just, what? Like, he went on to the show mm-hmm. not to win a million dollars. And he made that very clear yeah. first in the episode, first episode. First thing he said. Which is why I'm like, go home. If you're a super fan, go home, screw yourself, because you're not there to play the game. You're there to get famous. Mm-hmm. And he wants to be noticed. Like, he wants the notoriety of being a survivor that's memorable. Like, I'm over you. Like, you're one of the people that I find to be so annoying, and I hope you're never invited back because you're not a player. But here's the thing about Dan, too, which is interesting. Dan is not necessarily a villain, but he's just an... He's an asshole. Asshole. There's he's, a difference between being a villain and yeah, an asshole. Yeah. yeah. I That's mean, cause, 100%. Because you remember your villains. I mean, you remember your, your Johnny Fairplays and you remember your, your you know... Boston I mean, Rob was, was a villain. Yeah, I mean... Russell Hans... Russell Hans is a villain. Yeah. There was a season called Heroes versus Villains. So you figure <laughs> it out. It's not Heroes versus Assholes. And it's yeah. Heroes versus Villains. Yeah, Dan, you won't be getting called for that. Sorry. Like, <laughs> I don't I think he's not. a villain. He's just a jerk He's right a jerk. Now. He's a bully. He's, he's mean. Offensive. 
He's offensive. And he's a bully. And he's bullying the women. I mean, I'm glad even, even uh, was it Shireen or, or one Sierra. of those? Sierra called uh, in the tribal council. Who called? Uh, no, Shireen called him out in tribal council uh. when he said, you know, quitter, flippers never win. But yeah, he's, he's a bully. And to say that to Shireen, I mean, you're playing a game. And yeah, yes, obviously, if you're in the group with the higher numbers, you have a better chance of surviving up to a certain point but yeah. you could be the low man on a totem pole and you'll still be in a seven man uh, alliance you still could be the seventh person voted out like you he's just being an ass for no reason yeah. like if you know you have the majority like be grateful that you're kind of in that power position but you don't need to be condescending and belittle the people who aren't that's not playing a social game like yeah, you're I, literally screwing yourself over every time you open your mouth yeah. just that's stop right. talking I just think that's him I don't think he's trying to be anything. That's I think true. When he was apologizing to Sierra, that do apolog- he doesn't know how to apologize. Yeah. He's extremely offensive. Like, I don't think he's trying to do anything. I think he's actually trying to play. Yeah. But he's just such a freaking idiot that he doesn't know how to. But when he, he's telling Shireen all these things, all these awful things about her, and he says, I'm just trying to be nice. It's like you're like, delusional if you think you're being nice. He legitimately thinks he's being a nice guy, being helpful, but being like, you suck at this game. Yeah. I'm being so nice by telling you. I, I mean, I, I will say, look, obviously we're ta- we're giving him what he wants Ugh, this episode. We're talking, talking about, about, him. about him. But right. I really don't think, like, when you see, especially the way the season is so far and how it looks like it's ramping up, yeah. I don't think he's going to be as memorable as he wants to be at no. the end because people don't really want to remember stuff like that. No conversations like that. I mean, it wasn't even him. Like He's just doing this in a confessional. He's venting all all his aggression. I I would hate to be him and be walking down the street and see what people think. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure he'll say, oh, people love me. They love me for keeping it real probably like Rodney would say. But I, I think there's going to be a lot of backlash for him too based on What does he comments. do for a living? He's a, he's post, a, he's a postman. postman. I wonder in if Maine. he's getting backlash at his work for the, the remarks he makes towards That's women. A government employee. Yeah. Like I mean, sometimes when you go on a reality, you have to be careful when you go on a reality show. Like, yeah. you're aware there's cameras. They're going to do whatever they can. Some people have lost their job for playing Survivor. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I, I just, Dan, and I, it goes yeah. back to the notoriety. Like, that hat that he wears, he's trying to be like a Rupert who's known for his tie-dye <laughs> shirt. Right. Dan is trying to be known for his little newsboy hat. Yeah. Like, Dan just needs to go. Like, well, he's not he's not a player. He's a waste of space. I think just there's like, a cockiness well. to him, too. I think it's like, oh, I'm on Survivor. I can say whatever I want. It's like, well, you're going to learn that, no, you can In can't. a year, no one's going to care because you're just yeah. you're going to be a player who's been on a reality show. That's it. No one's going to remember you. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, it, wasn't it right after that that Shereen had, they showed her start strategizing with other people? Yeah, well, that was the catalyst. The contrast of yeah. that, that here he's, he's absolutely dumping on her. And then she's Let's get. Uh, can you? Can we get her, her mic on? I just want to make sure everyone else can hear what what you're saying. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sally oh, says. Sally says. Sally says. Sally, can you repeat that? Just because your mic was off, I want to make sure people oh, hear that. Well, it, I, I, it was shortly after that I think that sh- they showed her really strategizing and playing the game. And I, th- it, the first thing I thought of was, well, sucker, she's yeah. doing a better job than you are. Uh-huh. You know, it was a, it was a perfect contrast of well, what, again, what she really wasn't than yeah. you were saying she was. That goes to, like, Shireen's edit versus Dan's edit. I mean, Shireen looks better. I mean, I'm starting to fall in love with Shireen. I, I have she's, yeah. Really yeah. she's so, the super fan you like. Yeah. Dan's giving super fans a bad name. Episode. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I was really excited. I saw her go from somebody who was you know, kind of silly and annoying to somebody who looks like she's going to start playing a little better game. Yeah, I mean, she she definitely has a hole to dig out of, so to speak, because of uh, she's in the minor alliance, as Dan says. Yeah. You know, she the, the, if you look at the basic math, not saying she doesn't know it, but if you look at the basic math, she's obviously in the minority. I mean, for a superfan who wants to belittle Shireen, I'm disappointed that a superfan can't even 
put together out wit out play out loud. Uh, yeah, well let's yeah. let's get into that. <laughs> let's get into that before we get into Sierra actually because that kind of led into uh that led into the immunity challenge, which of course Joe won hands down. It was a puzzle competition, so Serene was really happy Since, about yeah. that, but she she got close. I you know, I'll give her more credit for that. She I thought she froze a lot in the beginning of the season with with the challenges she was in, but she she got close. So it would have been great for a super fan to win the immunity. Imagine what she would do if she won immunity. But Dan Oh my God! So Dan, so awesome. and that's another reason why Dan should shut his mouth up <laughs> and not comment uh, to other people like that. Because as nimble as he thinks he is, and as great as he thinks he is, he cannot solve that puzzle and cannot spell. Apparently, he's a moron. As a postman, I would hope that he would be able to read and like write addresses. <laughs> and as a super fan, I would hope he would know what the logo of the show has been since day one. Yeah. He just, oh my gosh, like when we, we've had a pause it on the puzzle and it didn't even spell anything except yeah, outlast. It was just jumbled. Yeah, he couldn't heat, get it right. It was the heat of the moment, apparently, but still, it was just hilarious, and it was perfect. It was perfect comeuppance for him after mm. what he said to Shireen. Oh yeah, he couldn't even spell. Uh, he couldn't even do the puzzle and read it correctly. I wonder how much mail he messes up when he's doing <laughs> our job. Gotta be a how lot. much mail's not sorted correctly. I think people should definitely pay attention to that in Maine. Uh, if, if they're getting the wrong mail, Dan might be your mailman, everybody. Oh, uh, yeah, but anyway, so uh, look. Immunity challenge, we mentioned it for the reward challenge. Joe, again, just showing all around skill. I mean, there was no physical activity on this one at all, mm-hmm. other than the fact that jumping you had to jump over, over those jump things. Over. But Joe was like perfect. He was just like a little bunny rabbit <laughs> jumping so, over everything. Yeah. I'd love to see Serene win one. Just, I mean, I think that would just be the best episode ever. I think people are if really she, rooting yeah. to win one. I think the just, momentum, just for fun. <laughs> I think the momentum's building up because just from the editing of this story, which again, even the editing is blindsiding me, but I'm just <laughs> from like the hints that are dropping, I can see Shireen actually ended up winning one because it just. I feel like the momentum's building for she her. Might, she might stay longer because she's not considered a threat. Yeah, and, then, and she said that tonight. Yeah, and she. I think she knows that she's, she's got to keep staying low. If she and, keep, if she stays yeah. under the radar, I think she could make it a couple more episodes. Th- this is a, this was a minor uh, thing that happened in this episode, but it might be important considering we're talking about Shireen. When uh, they come back from immunity challenge, and Joe's obviously protected, and everyone thinks he has the other challenge, the other idol anyway. Uh, I think it was Dan said, let's go vote out Shireen. But it was Tyler and Carolyn who, who was it? it there was some, there was some changing well, around there, so right? So Dan was saying that somebody from White Collar has to have the idol. And so they were talking about how Shireen must have it. But then Tyler and, and Carolyn were like almost defending Shireen. Yeah, it felt like they might have been defending Shireen a bit there, uh, and which I find weird because we we definitely see that Carolyn and Shireen. I mean, Shireen did not want to be on that reward right. um, <laughs> that reward yeah. with uh, with Carolyn. But uh, Shireen I, I, is officially a, a no caller. Yeah, and then <laughs> so now we have Carolyn and Tyler as the only white callers left. Yeah, but it was interesting that they were still like kind of defending their own. Yeah, it was interesting. Or Tyler was, at least. It was interesting to see Shireen getting defended by that alliance. You know, I I think, obviously... um, Well, Dan's reasoning to vote out Shireen is 100% personal. Yeah. It has nothing to do with strategy. Like, again, Dan needs to keep his mouth shut. He doesn't know how to play the game. And Mike saying we need to vote out one of the no-callers makes much more sense mm-hmm. than voting out Shireen. Yeah. yeah. Dan's that, a moron. Uh, <laughs> I just yeah. don't like him. Well, of course. But, uh... 
But again, you know, very interesting. But then we also get to see uh, in the strategizing. So it's obviously going to be either Shireen or Haley. But we also see Sierra hanging out with the girls, and there's a lot of girl bonding. Uh, there was so much hope there with with the four with the four younger women because Carolyn's mm-hmm. not a part of that group. But it was a lot of bonding with the four of them, and of course Shireen gets to share her dance story, mm-hmm. and Sierra can relate. Yep. As we know. And they're all teaming up, as they should, against how offensive he is to women. And now, yeah. much for, as offended all And of for them. a second, I mean, we had to stop it again after this conversation happened. And yeah. you're like, okay, who do you think is going to go home? Do you think it's going to be Haley or do you think it's going to be Dan? And you were like, saying, I'm worried about Haley. And I was like, well, the story arc of this episode, what would be beautiful editing would we be were... the Shireen Dan, who's the bigger super fan. And then Shireen being able to pull the strings to get the numbers who doesn't, who can't count. Yeah. And then completely blindsiding Dan. Like, I really for sure thought Dan was going home. Well, it, it's a shame. First of all, I, I I agree with you. We were all rooting, I think, for Dan to go home, especially after his comments. Yes. Uh, but, you know, I, I thought it was really interesting that when they needed one more vote, that they went for Tyler over Will. Tyler was the wrong person, yeah. I, yeah. I think they should have gotten to Will, because at least he has some... Elite, I, I, we haven't noticed any, any reason for Will to separate from the no-callers, other than the fact that Rodney feels like he's got mojo on him or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I just would have thought that Will would have been an easier sway. person. Or I think Shireen should have tried to sway Carolyn and Tyler at the same time. I That's think Shireen true. should have been smart enough to know, Tyler's not doing anything without Carolyn. Yep. Let's get all these white callers together, and maybe Carolyn, as much as we don't like each other, can at least have like the female vote against the yeah. asshole male, and yeah. at least go that Unfortunately, way. Unfortunately, I think Shireen just hates, hates Carolyn, Carolyn right so now, much. and she let that affect her game Play. Well, Carolyn might have been safer. Shireen's proposal to Tyler made so much sense. It was brilliant, yeah. well thought out, and I really thought that Tyler should have taken the bait, let alone Sierra on top of that, because Sierra was like, I can't stand Dan either, and now I'm like, I like Sierra, because she's I, I always root for the cute girls, but where's her head at? Like, mm-hmm. wh- like what is she doing? What yeah. game is she playing? Because it would have been the perfect sense for her to make a power move and be mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go with the girls here, but I agree Shireen should have gone to Carolyn and Tyler and then or made will. it a, uh, or will or and will. made it more like a white collar, red collar, let's knock out a blue collar. Because blue collar really does have four strong. Yeah. And and again, in this stage in the game, once Joe is out, if you are if you are on the outside of this blue collar alliance looking in, you have three incredibly strong abled men mm-hmm. who are gonna be competing for immunity yep. over you. But actually, you know what? Maybe Sierra knows that, and that's why she's staying with Blue. Because if Sierra's like, but she's still on the outside looking in, and and honestly, but, any woman, any woman in that alliance should be scared as long as Dan is in that alliance. But once yeah. those Blues are down to all strong men and Sierra, they're going to want to. They're going to want other. Sierra down to the bottom. If she can't win a challenge, they're going to want to keep winning. That's true. That's a really good point. I guess that's so, a good point. So for Sierra, that probably is Like she's the least, goat. Yeah. 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 So she can just be carried on while the, the strong men fight each other and try to get rid of each other. But someone like Tyler should be worried. Yes. Because cause obviously before they turn on each other, most likely, we, even though we know Rodney wants to turn sooner rather than later, before those guys turn on each other, they're going to take out any other strong guys so. from the other tribes. Well, especially with Tyler, I mean, he's playing both sides really well mm-hmm. and still like having his hands clean. But you can only play both sides for so long until it's going to bite you in the butt. And then you can't play sides anymore because you're the one going home because both your sides are being like, sorry, you're the middleman. Bye. You're yeah. the easier vote. Yeah. 
So I don't know what Tyler is doing either. I, I don't understand <laughs> that either. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the tribal council beforehand because I I gotta say I'm really bummed about Haley, but she at least left with a nice little speech. Oh god, it was <laughs> so yeah. good. She's I awesome. mean, I mean, we talked a little bit about Dan saying you know flippers don't quit. Uh, flip, flippers don't win, uh, and uh, and Shireen calling him out on that, which I thought was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then to see Haley, I mean, last week we saw Haley loved the tribe name America uh, because she thinks the Constitution is equivalent to the Bible. <laughs> and uh, I she's first, a stu- she's a student of the law. Yeah, I mean, she loves it. I know. For a no caller, she definitely seems to be really, you know, like, in, I mean, come on, the Constitution is a book of rules. And yeah. you kind of figure no callers go against the rules. So. I think that's why they liked her, because she was, like, so not what you thought she was. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I love that speech, the colonists. I want to call the Minority Alliance now the colonists, because I really want them to win. <laughs> yeah. um, I think that's what we should call them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a really good tribal council in general. Um, you know, you, you thought, my, and I actually kind of agreed with you guys that, that Mike might just play his immunity idol, because I just don't think he, he's I really, a little too paranoid, I, I think. I thought he's a paranoid player, and obviously he's desperate to stay alive in the yeah. game, as you should be. But with, especially with Sierra's comment, when Sierra was like, oh, well, I have two two things I can do here. I can either go with them or go with them mm-hmm. Mike I think I for sure thought in Mike's head like what does that mean you know I, do I need to play my idol I really thought he was going to play it as like impulse yeah but absolutely so we have a so you know unfortunately Tyler and Sierra stay with the blue collar alliance so it really was just the four the foursome of Joe Haley Jen and Shireen going for Dan and and again the way they just set up those votes. Yeah. Like, we were all screaming at that TV. I mean, wow. We, Dan, Haley, Dan, Haley, Dan, Haley, Dan, Haley, oh, Haley, Haley. We so wanted Dan out. I, I Again, look, this is this is, a, this is a panel of, of men. And, you know, <sighs> the way you talk down to women, Dan, I don't know. I, I, I'm guessing. I think you're married. I think you have a ring on your finger. So I, I hope you don't talk <laughs> well, to your wife like that. I love Haley, too. I love yeah, Haley. I mean, huge pro Haley. Like, yeah. so pro Haley. So anti-Dan. So this was just, like, too, like... And that's where you have uh, to give kudos to the, the editors. Because, throughout again, I love to, like, dissect the editing and figure out what the story arc, what's going to happen. It made so much sense if Dan was going to go home and yeah. have Shireen knock him off his high horse. They, they blindsided us. But that hashtag blindside, yeah. that's a hashtag blindside not only on the... The players, but the audience as well, because I did not expect Haley to go home. You had an inkling. I was pretty <laughs> okay. yep, sure, but then I was convinced that Haley didn't get enough screen time for her to go yeah. home That's this episode she... because you guys are thinking too much into it. Well, yeah. I just, so, I'm I, surprised they didn't go I for. I just felt for some reason I'm surprised they didn't go for. I love Jen. I don't want Jen gone, but for some reason I just felt like Jen's Jen was the more of a threat than Haley to me. Yeah, yeah. Jen's, although, yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But Jen does seem like more of a threat to me than Haley. And we talked about this last week. It's like sometimes the choice seems kind of so random. Like I, I'm, it interests me that again that they went after Haley. But, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, I mean, last week's last week's pick was uh, felt a little random. Again, yeah. with the, you know, I would think with the majority of people in this tribe not being Rodney, Mike, or Dan, <laughs> I would think you would target them. Uh, you know, like get that get that uh, blue collar lines at least whittle them down a little bit, and then have your options open to switch. You know, yeah. there's just too many right now. I think, and and it's looking pretty bad for anybody who's not a blue collar. But I, I really do think Rodney's going to end up jumping ship. I think I think Rodney's itching to make a move. Yeah. I think Sierra is itching to make a move, but it's always people are too, you know, chicken ass mm. to really. <laughs> make well, a move. Jen's about to be super pissed at Sierra. Well, 
Yeah, probably because uh, once she realizes, yeah. I mean, she realizes the four people who voted as opposed to the six. And Jen and Rodney are never going to get along. Yeah. Mm-mm. So it's, I don't know. Sierra and Dan are never going to get along. Shireen and Carolyn are never going to get along. It's literally well, anybody's game. It's anybody's game. It's so funny because I keep hearing that this cast is so tight, and I've heard trip. You know, I've heard a bunch of them went to visit Dan in Maine. I wonder if they'll visit him now after this episode. They were but, just uh, in Arizona visiting Joe too, yeah. and I kind of wonder if Joe and uh, Jen have a little thing going on. I wouldn't be surprised. Just some, some pictures I saw on social media. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wanted Joe and Haley to happen. Me but. too. I was <laughs> I was so pro that. And can I say can I say kudos to just about everybody uh, except for Will because I you know, if I was going to spell Haley's name, I would spell it what I would think would be the normal way, it's, it's, but everyone seemed to know how to spell Haley's name except for Will. Will spelled it the way I probably would have spelled it if I didn't know. But kudos, I, I'd say kudos to everyone for knowing Haley's name enough. It's probably because she wrote it. Haley the right way on the flag. I mean, how oh, that's probably he probably true. doesn't pay attention to detail because all their names are on the flag. Yeah, he probably just didn't see Haley's name spelled that way. Again, again, Will, I don't know what the hell Will's <laughs> doing, but he's just but he's still there, flipping and flopping somehow. along, and he's somehow still there. And Rodney, Rodney's he's in Rodney's pocket. So, uh, but uh, you know, we uh, I think. I think we pretty much hit every all the major points right now from the episode, which again, really, really good episode mm-hmm. uh, and really, really good season. So let's move on to predictions. Yes. Well, how about a question, trivia question? Oh, we'll do that too. Okay, even though we Sally? did the predictions bumper, we have a trivia question from, from Sally. Sally. Sally Wallington. All right, you're so on. How so isn't it for? Um, that Joe has won so far? Three. Three. Three in a row. So how many in history has won four in a row? Um, the only people? one that I can name off the top of my head... Colby. It's Colby. Colby's the obvious choice. I think Ian Ozzie? from Palau, and I think Ozzy did too. I would say Ozzy and Colby yeah. for sure. Ian's a m- maybe. So do we think he's going to win again? Joe. That's going to be the whole key to the next yeah. episode. Joe does have a little Aussie flair to him. Well, we're talking about... Yeah, Joe does have an Aussie flair to him, but we're talking about immunity... Four immunity challenges in a row yep. or just four challenges in a row? Because then... Immunity. Immunity. Yeah. So, so Joe's only won two then because we're, we're counting... So uh, reward, yeah. Because yeah. we're counting the reward yeah, in there too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I, at this point, I think Joe has to keep winning. Yeah. yeah. Unless, yeah. Somebody, unless somebody finally flops. Otherwise, he's um, going home. He's going home. And uh, and everyone thinks like Joe's this master strategist, you know, keep it with his minions and everything. So I, I think Joe is the biggest threat in this game. Um, but anyway, let's talk about this now. Just a, a little. Uh, I, I'm going to bring up something that happens in the in the credits. So we definitely are going to talk about scenes from uh, next week. So if you are the kind of person that doesn't want to tune into scenes from next week, doesn't want to be spoiled at all, this is around the time we're going to want to tune out for a good minute or so. <laughs> so I think the big thing that I noticed, unless you guys have another prediction, I think the big thing that I noticed is they're talking about a survivor maybe quitting, calling it quits, and they kept showing Jen. So what do you think about that? I think it's all hype just to get people to talk. Jen, to me, seems like a pretty level-headed person. Yeah. That sure, I think everyone has a weak moment in the game, and I feel like if you vocalize that once or twice on Survivor, they're going to capitalize on it. And I mm-hmm. think they're trying to get us to think that Jen's going to quit, but I think Jen's going to. Jen stay. was holding on to a pole and got stung in her private parts, and yeah! she still hung on and to I that love pole. That scene. Good she point. Is not going anywhere. <laughs> no. The, oh, this the. I hope that somebody 
like a Sierra or someone kind of has a real moment with her now that because Jen and Haley were too close. Mm-hmm. So and you know you always need to get rid of the power duos, whatever. I hope one of these other girls kind of swoops in and becomes like her her buddy. They have a heart to heart moment, and then like maybe this is the time where once she's freaking out, maybe Sierra comes over and helps her, and then. I actually I think just from pictures again on social media, I think it'll be Shireen. Uh, Shireen and Jen are very close. They've commented on each other's Instagrams and Twitter, and which I thought a lot of people thought were interesting because you know we saw Jen say that she thought Shireen was annoying and yeah. like can't stand her. But I think now that Haley's out of the picture, it gives Shireen and Jen the opportunity to bond on a whole different level. So I think it might be Shireen, even though again it should be someone outside of the alliance right. just to give them more of an edge. But I think it'll be Shireen. Okay. So, so Shireen and Jen, you think are going to bond more? Yeah. And do you think anyone? I mean, do you think you think Rodney? I mean, the question I think is when is Rodney going to blow up? <laughs> so I you, think he's keeping his cool, man. If yeah. he didn't blow up after Joaquin left, he's keeping his cool. Right. He is. He even said it or like early in this episode. He goes, uh, "Whenever I get angry, I just walk away and punch a tree, and everything's okay <laughs> again." Like, yeah. what? So, do you think all seven are going to stay strong then? No. Next week? No. Mm-hmm. I have a no from James. I have a yes from Jeff. I yeah. guess I'm the deciding one. Uh, I want to say, I want to say that someone's going to flop because I really want to, I really want to vote, you know, I want to see Joe and Jen survive. A if someone longer. goes home next week, I think it'll be Tyler. I you think, think I think it'll be Jen. I don't think Jen's gone home many times. I think or Shireen. I think it I would think be smart. Be I think it might be smart at this point for, uh, them to send votes Tyler's way. I think or, it'll be Tyler. Okay. If, if Joe doesn't win immunity, it'll be Joe. It's Joe. Yeah. If Joe wins immunity, it'll be Jen or Shireen. Okay. All right. So you're sticking to that. Mm-hmm. I feel like Shireen's going to do something. I think Shireen is going to pull some sort of move. Like, Tyler, you didn't mm-hmm. flip with me last time. And I think she's going to go to Mike and Rodney or something. Because I feel like Rodney's so on edge about making a move that if they play on those emotions, because he's so on that edge, ready mm-hmm. to jump... I think that someone will flip. And so because Tyler is playing both sides, I think it'll backfire. I think Tyler could go home. All right. Well, I think I'm going to... I don't want to say this, but I, I'm going to say Jen. I'm going to say Jen's going no, home. Like just Jen. because... I know. I like Jen, too. And I don't want to say that. But I just feel like even with... what, Regardless of, of whatever we saw for next week's episode, I just think right now uh, the target just is so big on Joe. And, it, and he's going to win immunity and it'll be Jen. That's if what Jen I think. goes home, I'll be blindsided again. And I, I really will have no idea who's going to win this season. I will have... I, I really... But that's my money is on excited. Jen and Joe. That's what makes it more exciting. But, I don't know if Joe can win another immunity idol. So I'm a little bit nervous about him. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It's, it's gonna a good become, cast. It's going to become a very ugly cast once Joe goes home. <laughs> but we'll still tune in because that's the way Survivor is. <laughs> Suck with Dan another week. Are we yeah. done with predictions? That was. Are we done with predictions? Oh, I just I have news and gossip. Oh, we have news. Let's do news and, news and gossip, gossip too. Actually, I'm sorry. Let's do some news and gossip. After Buzz TV news. All right, we talked about this during the show tonight, but for all you super fans out there. <laughs> I think it's very exciting because I think it actually is in the works that the next season of Survivor, whether it's going to be in the fall or next mm-hmm. next winter or spring, rather, it's going to be a cast of returnees yeah. uh, that we get to vote for. So there's very been exciting. a list of 40 players circulating on social media, 20 men, 20 women, mm-hmm. who've all played once. They've not played twice, three times, four times, like we know most people have in the past yeah. seasons. And they've never won. So it's a fresh batch. Some people pre-merge. Mm-mm. Some people post-merge. So it's a really good, diverse group of people to vote from. And I think fans will be happy if that's really the list of 
potential voters so out there. So that, that, you showed me that during, I totally forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me that. That list that you, um, showed, mm-hmm. that's officially who the 20 are that we're going to I don't want to say side? officially, but this guy that's on Twitter, I forget his name, but mm-hmm. he seems like he's a pretty good, person to keep people updated and in the loop of the survivor happenings okay. especially with uh future seasons mm-hmm. and he I don't know it was a it's a too good to be true list I got to say okay. that's why I'm like I hope it is right Is there anyone in that list that you personally are rooting for to get into that season If the list is accurate Jeff Varner from Survivor Australia Outback and Teresa Cooper from Survivor Africa okay. I love seasons 1 through 10 so anyone who's up on that list 1 through 10 if I liked you or hated you mm-hmm. I want you I love the mm-hmm. classics So it'll be interesting Okay I I echo Jeff Varner Jeff Varner should have been in All-Stars the first All-Star season in my opinion and I actually know Jeff so I'll be a little biased there yes. Um but I think Jeff's awesome. Jeff was definitely the smartest player in season two, and he got short-sighted thanks to Kimmy Kappenberg, <laughs> who's also on that list. Who, uh, who I, I, Kimmy, up, Kimmy's on the list. I would be interesting to see if she makes it to see how she plays, because she was a bit uh, crazy. It'll well, be- oh, sorry, go, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, if you want to know this potential list, go to Twitter. The guy's in, uh, Twitter account is Redmond. R-E-D-M-O-N-D Survivor. Redmond Survivor. And apparently he's a spoiler reality TV info from the UK. So the fact mm. that he gets this kind of info cool. is a little shady to me. That's a little shady. <laughs> what about you, Jeff? Who, say, do you, who do you think? Um, I think it's just going to be interesting to see, if that happens, it'll be interesting to see people that have played Survivor and then lived their lives after Survivor versus people that have grown up watching Survivor and then played Survivor. Does yeah. that make sense? Old school versus new yeah. school, we're saying. Before. And that's really what it should... I mean, if you're going to do a new season, that's what it really should be to me. Because the game has evolved so much over the years mm-hmm. that to see people who've played seasons 1 through 15 come back would be a culture shock to them. Because mm-hmm. the game yeah. has evolved so and, much. And like you said, people not just gameplay, but people change too. Like when Michael Sufkin, you know, got injured in, oh, yeah. in Australia, you know, he was a, he was a big favorite, but I'd have to say when he came back finally was was, that, eight, a, a lot of people later, were indifferent about it. Yeah, they were very indifferent about it. He just changed so much and I, he just didn't play. I, I mean, still he still lasted him. he still lasted quite a while and he, you know, he obviously had that alliance with Lisa Welchel. Uh, but, uh, you know, but still, it's very different, Michael. So, mm-hmm. some of these people coming on, it'll be yeah. really interesting to see how they are. Yeah. Especially because some of them, let's face it, you know, when, you, when every time like Boston Rob or Russell Hands or the, the people that you always see Rupert come on, they got a little ego to them. They got a little swagger to them. Oh, yeah. Some of these people have never been invited on before, and here they have their opportunity. So, it'll be really interesting to see how they make the most of their yeah. next 15 well, minutes. Well, especially of fame. if you bring old school players back, it's like watching a new person play the game again because yeah. they've grown so much over the the last 10 years mm-hmm. that the way that they're going to play the game or how they're going to adapt to a new set of rules mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting it's going to be like watching a whole new player almost yeah. just like a new player what if they had never played the game of survivor and before. playing it 10 years later when, when you're 10 years older than mm-hmm. you were last time i mean yeah. you're not in the same shape yeah. so all you super fans out there now that you know that kind of information i want you to comment below and leave your list of maybe like your top five guys and top yeah. five girls you would love to see come back that have only played once and have never won yeah please come on to youtube and comment uh below and give us your picks who you want to see whether you look at that list or not who would you like to see back that who has not been back on the show uh, you know so someone who has not played twice and uh, let's find out. You know, it was interesting. I think at the beginning of the season, uh, they were asking, Jeff was talking about, uh, Probst was asking, talking about uh, 
you know, ideas that they used to have, mm-hmm. uh, like eight seasons ago, 10 seasons, you know, to eight years ago. And they had stuff that, that at the time they said, oh, this is a terrible idea. But the longer that they play Survivor, you know, they, they start looking at these ideas again and saying, this might be a good time to bring hmm. this back. And one of the ideas I always thought would be cool, it may or may not be cool, is having all the, the people who get voted out first. I think that'd in a cool. season for Survivor, because I think it'd be cool. you, you had them cast for a certain reason, right. yep. and we only that got to see cool. him for one episode. So I wouldn't mind seeing that, but you never know. So I, I think it's really cool. This is the closest thing I think to that that we have right now. Yeah, having a bunch of players that have not returned on the show before, and like I said, a lot of the people that are in there mixed. If this is the accurate list, are people who some of them were voted off before the merge, like Jatia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Great. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think I think that's pretty much it for this episode of Survivor on AfterBuzz. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, again, you can keep the conversation going. Let us know who you think should be on Survivor from uh, past seasons, and you can tweet at us, and you can use the hashtag ABTV Survivor, or of course you can post on the YouTube uh, comments that we have for our page on AfterBuzz. Also, uh, if you subscribe to us on iTunes, I don't think we've had many ratings this season for uh, iTunes so please you know it's a new panel you know give us some shout outs we'd love to see it and we'll do we'll do a read next week how about that we'll do a read because we haven't done that in a bit thank you so much guys where can we catch you where can we tweet at you during the week tweet at me at Jeff underscore Therm looking forward to talking to you guys and you can follow me on Twitter at James Wallington and on Instagram at James.Wallington and I will be attending Reality Rally this weekend so if you want to see me Mixing with a lot of other reality stars out there, definitely follow me on social media. I'll be posting pictures, sending out live updates. I'll be there with a few of my capture castmates who are Ooh, flying in tomorrow, including cool. my sister. So I'm super <laughs> excited. And you can also catch me on the Amazing Race After Show every mm-hmm. Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And are your parents on Twitter? No, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> you could reach James' parents through James. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Wallington family, for coming in and being our studio audience. It was so awesome to have you guys here. Yay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. And you can find us all here, James, like us, he said on Amazing Race, all here on other AfterBuzz shows. Thank you so much. We'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. See you guys. Executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. <laughs> to watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.